everybody and welcome to another episode of Mixing It Up with Maggie. January was a month of self-improvement and we had three shows focusing on this theme. I will put the links down below for you guys. But for February, we are celebrating the Hallmark holiday of Valentine's Day. And I decided to have kind of a Galentine's Day margarita party with some of my favorite ladies, friends. For this month, we will be discussing everything from love, sex, and relationships, and friendships. So join us for our first Chicas and Margaritas roundtable discussion. This is going to be part one of four. And joining me today are... Natanya Cohen. My background is in media studies and sociology. I'm Megan Nylon. I majored in English literature and minored in women and gender studies. I'm Haida Reynoso and my major is media studies. I'm Sasha Fountain. My majors were media studies and social journalism. So ladies, yeah, I wanted to have this discussion starting with, with sex. I think I think we're going to get the awkwardness out of the way. We are here drinking margaritas. I think I think that this is like the perfect time. We're like the perfect buzzed point where we can discuss this topic. Because before we get started and talking about like relationships and the media involvement and also all these like sexual harassment, things that are going on, that um, has been going on for years, but are suddenly in everybody's minds, we need to go back and see where it all started. And it, all, it always starts with like, what was our sex ed like? So before we had sex, what did you guys know about sex? Because I feel like for me, I didn't know that much. Yeah, I knew sex was with naked people and there had to be a man, there had to be a woman. And it was really bad if you weren't married. Well, my first understanding of sex that I remember was I knew it involved nudity. I knew it involved a man and a woman. And I actually thought they peed on each other. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew there was some sort of fluid involved. And then somehow I just knew what sex was. I'm not, I don't remember being told about it. I don't remember reading about it. I just know one day I obviously knew what it was. Uh, my mom, when I was going through puberty, gave me the book, Our Bodies, Ourselves. So maybe I read it in that book. I'm not really sure. I don't remember exactly the moment I learned about it. I think it was more gradual. And one day I fully understood what it was. Yeah, exactly. Like she said, honestly, I just, one day I learned that I never really knew what it was. And they're like, oh, okay, this is what it is. So I feel like growing up, like my environment kind of informed what I thought about sex. Like I grew up in South Jamaica, Queens. It's a, definitely a hood neighborhood. You know, they have the concept of like fast girls, fat, like people grow up too fast. And by the time I was like probably eight or nine, I feel like I knew what sex was. My friends were talking about it already. Like they were like, some people had already, like by age 10, probably had sex. And I remember like talking to my mom recently, like saying like, we never had the sex talk and they just worked. Like I didn't, I already knew what it was by the time I got out of elementary school. And thinking about middle school, people in sixth grade were already, people around me at least, cause I didn't, um, were already like sneaking off to have sex and cutting school to have sex at age like 12. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> I feel like I, after hearing Sasha's point, just a, a little bit more sheltered, I think sex existed to me like in a secret place where like uh, on the on the television and once internet happened, damn. 
But it wasn't so like up front, I guess. I don't know. I live in in a small well, I'm from Staten Island. Yeah, Staten Island. <laughs> so there's a bunch of like Catholics all around. So it was just more like sex exists in this kind of like way that like bad and like about something darker. Not like uh, overt, not really in your face. We just mm-hmm. like I remember once I had a dress. And then all the boys were just watching me twirl, and I didn't get it. So I was just, like, twirling and twirling. And then just uh, my neighbor came up to me and was very mad at me. Like, what are you doing? What's your problem? How dare you? X, Y, and Z. And I'm just like, what is she yelling at me about? And it just wasn't until I was older that I was like, oh, they're all seeing my hoo-hoo. My <laughs> Like, this is somehow something about genitals. I think that's when I realized, like, genitals. Yeah. yeah. In my response to yours, like, I grew up at a crossroads because my parents are very conservative in, like, in general. They're older. They're, like, way older than I am. I'm about to be 26. My dad is, like, 74, going 75. My mom is, like, 68 in a month. So, yeah, my parents are old. Um, So they, like, I feel like they probably think of sex as something to just pro like at least for them just to procreate just to have their kid so i never grew up with them like i have friends who are like yeah my parents were like having sex last night i'm like oh okay my parents (laughs) it was like neutral in the house but the neighborhood and the friends i was around was a complete opposite of what my household was (laughs) i mean i think that happens when you grow up catholic That, that was the same thing with me like sex it was something for me sex was something just to procreate and that was basically it until like you know was introduced to porn and i was like okay you can do something else um but yeah that was basically it um my mom never talked to me about sex at all at least i don't remember that would be a memorable conversation if we ever had it (laughs) which we didn't because i don't remember at all i don't think my parents were extremely open about sex but they didn't shy away from it, particularly my mother, if anyone knows my mother. Um, I remember being third grade, being in the car with her and my friends, kind of just learning about my body a little bit and starting to get these sexual urges. And somehow sex came up in the car. And I remember my mom even saying, oh, well, you know, girl, sex can actually be really fun. And I remember thinking in my head, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But I felt like I had to say, ew, because I was in third grade and, you know, you're not supposed to... (laughs) feel sexual when you're, you know, eight or nine years old, but I was just beginning to feel that. And I guess that's just kind of the environment that I was, you know, brought up in. My mom would say something like that. (laughs) I would like to shout out, uh, I think it's Oxygen Channel, or what, oh, it used to be We. So, Women's Entertainment. I, I think that's when I put two and two together, almost, almost. I would just love to watch. 11 p.m. on winter, Women's Day Entertainment, and, like, not know why I like to watch it, you know? Like, wow, I really like watching, like, these people, like, kind of rub at each other. Like, this <laughs> feels good, but, like, I, I don't know what the feeling is. So just mm-hmm. watching a lot of, I guess, what we would call softcore porn, thank you, media. For me, also, something to point out was, like, sex was related to love, in a way. Like, you had to be married, or it was when you were in a relationship, and... Love needed to be there before sex, and, and it was romanticized. It was in, in romance movies that we saw people, and we never, I never saw anybody doing anything. It was more of like, okay, we kiss, and then the camera goes off, and then the next day, like, we come back, and they're laying in bed, and everybody's happy. 
Um, that that's like I think like one of the worst things that that we can have somebody who's never had sex like that's like their their picture perfect of what sex involves because there's no mention of consent there's no mention mm-hmm. of safe sex there's no mention of foreplay there's no mention of diseases or anything I think like the worst thing was like okay well you know you got pregnant but then other people would have sex and I'm like how come they didn't get pregnant like I didn't know I, I just didn't know and growing up um in a catholic household and also I went to a catholic school we we had like the abstinence conversation we in my school what they did was at one point they I would walk we walked into the room into our health class and we turned over these pictures that were on our desk and they were all genitals that were I had like covers and what boards. age was this I, I was in high school oh, when that okay. when this happened well, yeah I was in my non-catholic high school too though <laughs> and it was like probably the they most, do that they it was, it separated was, like mine were blown up I, oh my like god a, you would walk into the room and mm-hmm. the there would be pictures on everybody's desks and you would turn it over and mine I remember still vividly I had general warts in the picture Mm. Um, other people had like syphilis and other and other diseases and mine was not even like, like a vagina yeah, it was like a penis with warts <laughs> and God. it was absolutely disgusting and I think it was kind of like the scare tactic so I feel like in general we had this either like it was super romantic or it was dangerously scary um, this whole concept of, of sex I think schools do that so I have a question for those of you who went to Catholic school I went to public school And I know we all went to school in New York State. And New York State, from my experience, the sex sex education was was decent. It wasn't abstinence only or anything. But if you're going to Catholic school in New York State, do you have abstinence only sex education? Or do you have to meet the New York State requirements and teach other methods of birth control? I didn't go to school in New York City. I went to school in the art, the Dominican Republic. And basically what they do is they teach you, yeah, like you have to have sex when you're married, not after, not before. That's like a sin, you know, following all the like Christian Catholic rules of the Bible. And it's basically like I feel looking back at it, I feel like it's a tactic to like scare you off and, and never like have it until you're married. I went to public school and I don't know if I just like blacked out during all this, but like there is no like how to put on a condom. Like, I didn't see any of this, like, condom on a banana. Really? Like, what is mm-hmm. sex, actually? And, like, not to be this no. way, but I I had, it was, sex ed was, like, uh, a couple weeks kind of session during an overall health, health class. Health class. So we didn't really cover, like, I left there, like, not knowing really what sex was still. Oh. <laughs> or, like, how to protect yourself. All I know is, like, there's diseases and, like, don't get them. Like, yeah. But That's not how to put on a condom, like, what is sex? Mm-hmm. Like, where does the penis go? Still mm-hmm. kind of up in the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who feels like they were kind of, like, prepared for sex? Because I no, feel like... Uh, no. no one. Even if they talked about it biologically, yeah. I don't think they never Nobody spoke to me about, like, the emotional impact of sex. I just was, like, even in a way more unprepared. It took me a while to realize I was a lesbian. And, like, that wasn't covered. (laughs) Yeah, never. (laughs) Something that I specifically remember in my health, my health um, sex ed class, which was part of health education, um, my teacher one time was even somehow anal sex came up. And she was like, that's it. That's an exit only. 
And she specifically said that, which, okay, for males, that's hard to hear. But also, if you're a female, you feel like doing that, too. Like, that shouldn't be a problem. Your teacher shouldn't be saying that in health class, dictating the way that you want to enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. This, I feel, comes back to, like, what do we define as actually sex, which Mm -hmm. means different things. Like, there's a book I did read, and I I feel strongly that this I got it accurately. It's called Virginity Loss by Laura Carpenter. And she really goes through, like, what is sex? Like, how do people feel about it? And what Maggie was saying about that emotional connection. Like, do you feel like it's a gift that you're giving? Or something that you feel badly you need to get away with? I mean, give away, like, uh, your virginity. She or means. get it over with? Yes, exactly. And how that shapes. And also, like, what, what do these homosexual teens do? <laughs> For, uh sex ed in school I feel like the first time that I heard of like it wasn't exactly I don't remember what happened in elementary school exactly but I know our gym teacher he went over like HIV and herpes and hepatitis those are like the H's don't get those those are like gonna stay with you for life Mm-hmm. And then middle school, we had like this conference where all the girls were told to go to the auditorium and they started talking about periods and stuff. And we were given like these black packages that when we opened them had like pads and it just didn't make any sense. It was just like, what? They gave us a whole presentation. I still didn't understand what was happening. They did that to me too in school. And we talked about sex. Yeah. And yeah. we were like all weird out. I'm like, what what was that? <laughs> and then high school sex had one last point. We had a like I feel like maybe it's that gym teachers end up covering health in general. It's always a gym teacher. <laughs> And the, both the times I had any type of sex ed, it was a male gym teacher. <laughs> but, but the gym teacher I had in high school, I can't remember his name, but we, we talked about sex for like maybe two classes or so. And he kind of was comprehensive. <laughs> the funniest thing is that he was talking about pulling out and he... Like as a as a for, like just to say it's not a way that people should be practicing birth control or safe sex, and he actually stepped backwards when he said it, so we all just started laughing and just take the whole rest. Of it. We're like, okay, Mister, you have some experience with that. Funny. I was a bit of a late bloomer, you guys. I didn't have sex until like my almost like my last semester of college actually um i think i, I beat you on that one i had sex after college. i got y'all beat yeah i still have it, I still <laughs> have it. Yeah. well it also depends on what my whole account. thing was also like i be, not only the misinformation but also this concept of virginity which natanya brought up just a little bit in, in the book that you mentioned um and this whole concept of like giving it and also like i i went to no girl school so also like female empowerment and like not giving up your flower or whatever like that whole concept i don't know if you guys were where were approached either in school or by your parents of like don't give away something it's something that you have and that you have to give away or guys take it and like this gift and whatever like I don't know. I, I, I feel you because I feel like that's why I didn't have sex in high school. I came pretty close this one time with this fella. And I <laughs> I just did not like his mojo. 
I feel like he, I'm going to give him this gift. And, Mojo code no. for something. <laughs> uh, his, I don't know what it was, but I did not, I felt his, his energy was too much. I was like, he's going to take my gift and run. And then everyone will know about it or, or something. Like, I don't know. I just didn't uh, give me vibe vibes. So I opted out of having sex with him. Came close though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you guys and like this concept of like virginity? Um, yeah, I never really viewed it as something like a flower to give away. Probably because whenever that came up in a TV show, my mom would scoff and be like, what do you mean flower? Only when I thought I was straight. I love your mom. Once I realized I was gay, I wanted to get rid of it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I need to have sex right now. I can't believe I'm still a virgin. Get rid of it. Yeah, there's also like a a, a stigma attached to like, if you're a virgin of a certain age. Yes. So I... I remember feeling that very intensely in high school. I A lot of my friends were having sex, and they were comfortable having sex. And it almost feels like this club that you really want to be part of, but you're not part of. And you're so desperate for it. And it, it's not something that you can just, like, snap your fingers. High school being, like, having... I understand Tanya and Megan with the whole club you want to be a part of because I feel like there was a lot of girls that they were, like, got their first boyfriends, they were having intercourse, or by the time they got to high school, they had already a couple of years, a year or two or more of, like, sexual experience. But I was, like, definitely in the nerdy club. Though I was in the dance program at my high school, I kind of just kept to myself and kept to my studies. And getting into college, or even... I feel like I was approached by people and asked, like, oh, do you want to have sex? And I'm just like, eh. I still attached it to, like, okay, it has to mean something. I would want to be in a relationship. But for me personally, it feels like a lot of friends of mine, especially once I got to Hunter, who found out that I was virgin, they're like, oh, yeah, you should keep it. Because, like, I, when I lost mine, I regret what happened. I regret how it went. You should just be con- in control of your experience. Going through Tumblr, there's a lot of people who talk about virginity and there's such a dichotomy between like, oh, they're like, burn those virgins who are like judging us. Or they're like, oh, I wish I was a virgin. Or and it's just like, it's a choice you make. It's not like I'm a, I'm raised Catholic, but I'm not a Catholic person. Like, oh, I'm going to wait until marriage. I was like, I just want it to mean something to me. And I don't want it to be ridiculous i don't want it to be this big ass like oh you're a fucking virgin you're a unicorn like mm-hmm. i'm a normal ass person i decided not to have sex because i didn't want to have a one night stand with somebody i didn't want to be friends with benefits with somebody like let me live we have this again this romanticized fantasy of what the first time should be like and it should be with like this someone special and it's like this really big elaborate deal and I mentioned to you guys briefly that I am obsessed with Jane the Virgin and they wrote this really great episode on when Jane lost her virginity and um if you guys I mean I should have said spoiler alert but yes she does lose it (laughs) and it was probably one of the most realistic depictions of what your first time is like in a in a way because she wasn't it's not like she was completely satisfied and it wasn't like it went perfectly even though she was with the perfect guy and she was married it still wasn't perfect and it just goes to it just goes to show that um there's a so much pressure put onto this one 
this one moment um, that sometimes it kind of ruins it. It ruins what it should, it should be. It should be, I think it should be fun. Right? I don't know. Have you guys ever saw the movie Kids with a young Rosario Dawson? I haven't, but it's on my list of films to see. Uh, I think it's a very good one of uh, virginity and the idea of like uh, giving it up, who I'm giving it up with. It's really about, um, and talking about youth, these these children, real children, like I guess they have to be like 12 or 13. I would say that top some of them are 14 and it's great because it does take place like in in new york like in manhattan but it's, uh it, it follows this uh, young fellow who only has sex with virgins so like he he seeks out the virgins he's like oh she's a virgin i'm gonna have sex with her mm-hmm. so he only has sex with them once because after that he's they're not a virgin but i don't know if i should give a spoiler they all get aids not all of them but like it, um, so Rosario Dawson and her friend go get to get, get tested because one of them is like, oh no, like I'm with my boyfriend, but we didn't have use a condom. Like I'm, I need to get an STD check. And she's all like, the friend is like, I'm cool. I only had sex once with that guy who only has sex with virgins. And it turns out she's the one who, who gets the STD. So I don't know, the, just the whole like film really just resonated. It was like, oh man, it's all like what they've ever been telling you when you do have sex ed. Like it only takes that one time. And like, what is virginity? And like, how it is the game and that catch, like, you know, yeah. that chase. Yeah. Well, I never, uh, I never really understood this fascination with virgins that you see that comes up in movies and TV when it's like, oh, you find out she's a virgin. It's like, oh. Like, or again, those fantasy shows, like, she's always getting sacrificed because she's a virgin. Like, she's clean, but, she's pure. And Kids is a gritty movie for them to even focus on that. But why the fascination with the virginity? Is it because, the and it's always a male who's not a virgin and a female who is a virgin. Mm-hmm. And is it because they think they're conquering? Is it because, yeah. I don't really understand it. Because if yeah, you're a virgin, you're something. probably not going to be that good anyway. Like, and let's just be honest. <laughs> yeah. It's your first. I mean, I guess there are some virgins who their first time they're amazing, but probably the exception to the rule. (laughs) So that again, I just, I never understood this obsession with having sex with a virgin. So I met my ex-boyfriend online and we had a conversation and when he found out that I was a virgin, he was just like not having it. He was like, oh, like maybe we can be friends his whole attitude kind of changed but we had chemistry and we still went on a date and I decided to be brave because I wanted to be part of this club and that's why I feel like it's not like I re- I don't want to say that I regret it because it, it it was what it was and it could have been worse and it, it wasn't but I do if I were to go back in time and see myself I would say to myself I think that you should wait because this person didn't want a relationship and I kind of um not 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 forced the person but I I wanted more um not only because he was my first but because uh this person was also kind of like a teacher in a way like this was he was a little older than me much more experienced and there was a lot about sex that I didn't know that I learned through this person. And so I I went over to his house, I remember, and he asked me, he's like, are you sure? Like, 
And I'm like, yeah, this is about to happen. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. <laughs> and um, look at Maggie. I remember. I was like, I was like, no, I was like, if I, I mean, like, it, it is what it is. I'm gonna go. And I went. And we were in his bedroom, and I remember he. I think he was more afraid than I was because. <laughs> He was just like, am I hurting you all the time? Aww. Am I hurting you? That's am so I hurting you? And I mean, like, wh why are you asking me? Like, I don't know what's, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what's all right. That's another thing, too. It's like when you don't know. And all of a sudden, I felt pain. And then I felt like a pop. I did really feel a pop. And there was, I did, I did bleed. And... I remember I said, I think you got it. And he went on the, I mean, like, I feel like it's so reflective of my life. Like, I'm, you know, so, such a planner, like, very kind of, you know, anal about everything. Like, did you get, yes, I did. I think I got it. And then, like, I remember he went on, like, Google and, and he was, like, Google, Googling certain things to see. Um, but obviously it was very apparent because there was, uh, when I got up, there was like a stain on, there was a... a Damn, I'm like, the hymen is yeah. just a muscle yeah. that tends to rip if it's not lubricated. Could go horseback riding <laughs> with the margarita. So, but it was that. And then I remember, like, we both felt extremely exhausted. And then he made a sandwich yeah. we ate <laughs> and we fell asleep and then i remember like um he 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 like had a beer and i was like and i and it was the first time i also like i slept next to like a man and i was like ew is this what men smell like <laughs> like beer sweat and cigarettes yeah i did spend the night True that your face that your face changes when once you have sex with you know like in movies as soon as you have to like and they see you they're like there's something different about you lose your glasses <laughs> no right no one knows like I don't understand where that comes from Does like I like, when I was younger I know in Dominican Republic they used to say like if you lose your virginity like we people can know because it would be like a you would have like a little gap in between your thighs and I'm like no, no. like that doesn't what? that doesn't happen like that. Just admire your honesty because I was not honest with the person who was my first that it was my first. <laughs> mm. You were you scared to tell them? Yeah, I just I didn't want to have that stigmatization. I I was like half honest. I was like, you know, I just I haven't been with many people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that should have been code for like for for zero. <laughs> Yeah, like I told them like afterwards. I think I told them when we we were gonna have it the that's, second time. That's horrible. It is. Yeah. It was pretty horrible. It was in Queens, <laughs> <laughs> actually on the border. Like it was just Queens. You could walk to Brooklyn from there. Oh, yeah. Like when we had sex in the same neighborhood. What did that Maggie. person say um, when they found out? Yeah, exactly. Oh damn! I I guess I don't know. They kind of they weren't very wordsy with me i guess it was kind of i don't know they probably exploded inside like what yeah and trying to keep their cool like it's okay uh, she was a gemini 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we get it now. I feel like I see media as like a tool to analyze when it comes to the representation of sex and losing your virginity. I mentioned Jane the Virgin as like one of my favorite picks to when it comes to like the most accurate representation of, of losing your virginity. We briefly like mentioned like Degrassi had like everything. That was one show. But in terms of media, like a movie or a TV or a TV show. So, so let's just, let's just rephrase. So have you guys ever seen a good representation of sex in the media? Like I pointed out no. Jane the Virgin, but what did you guys grew up seeing or or something that you're like oh wait this is such a much more mature accurate representation of it or maybe we don't have any so in season five of skins there's this depiction of one of the characters losing her virginity that really stuck out in my mind as i was watching it i remember thinking holy shit this is the first time i've really seen it depicted in a way that whether this is good or bad felt realistic to me. And one of the main characters, um, she sees her boyfriend or somehow she knows her boyfriend had sex with someone else. And in this episode, she doesn't want to have sex with her boyfriend, but her boyfriend really wants to, and she kind of gets out of it. But once she knows that he's having sex with someone else, there's something in her that switches and, and at, and so she loses her virginity to him. And, and as it's being filmed, I remember you see her face and her face is almost distressed and in pain. And you don't know if it's physical pain, if it's emotional pain, probably both, but just that expression on her face looking like she's not enjoying it for me stuck with me. And I still see, I still see that. I see media as like a scene specifically as it's happening and i thought that was really realistic the writers and the director did a really good job with that and they i i watched um i don't know if you guys ever seen buffy but i saw yeah. buffy <laughs> i watched buffy a little later <laughs> in life I like, me too when it came on netflix i i don't think at that point when i watched the series i might have not had sex yet but I remember, I was like, oh my God, this is exactly what sex is. So she has sex with him. He loses his souls and he just leaves. Like he, oh. it's kind of like something, some sort of trans, transformation happens to you after you uh, lose your virginity. And when he loses his soul, he becomes evil. Right. And it's just like, oh my God. And let me tell you guys, after it, this is why I didn't want to give this person so much credit because after I lost my virginity to him, we didn't really have like a good relationship afterwards. So what I'm saying is that, first of all, I love fantasy shows and I feel like they are a great way to write out these mythical, like dramatic scenes that are much more realistic to in of real life than of anything else. So I'm not saying that all the guys are going to be stupid and obnoxious and leave you after you lose virginity, but <laughs> do you think that was a bigger metaphor and Joss Whedon was doing that on purpose to show that guys can be dicks after a female loses her virginity? Because that just got way more metaphorical in my well, mind. I don't think it was that, no. that guys are I jerks. I think it's different. Because... Supernatural is notorious for being able to play out these things in metaphor. You know, the this genre and media is notorious for this ability and especially its um, use of sexuality. So that we can end this conversation on 
you know, sex ed and virginity, what are your final thoughts on like society? The whole me too and like um, time is up movement. I feel like people are having a lot of conversations about consent and a lot of conversations about what we normalize in American society. And I wrote this down to remember it because um, I saw it on Twitter. I'm always on Twitter. Uh, male, pre- like, and I just put my own version of it. Male pre- pleasure seems to be prioritized and their sexual liberation seems to be like, oh, okay, this is okay. And then female pain or like female sexuality is like, okay, that's not what's supposed to be happening here. It's less like... In our circles, in our isolated silos, we are liberated and we have people who are supporting us and body positive and sex positive. But the moment you step outside of your bubble, there's still that pushback. There's still that like stigma to what you're saying or what the concepts that you embody. Natanya said something while we were on a break and I think it's so true. If we would have known and we would have been more open about like ourselves and exploring ourselves in, in self-pleasure and self-exploration, I, I don't the, the, the whole concept of like virginity and sex and waiting, it would be completely different if people were more open about it. Because I think we put a lot of pressure on like, okay, this other person needs needs to make me happy or needs to make or needs to make me feel this, or something physical. I think the concept of sex would have been completely different. Because we wouldn't need this feeling of like, okay, I need this person. And sex would have, I think sex would go towards maybe a little bit more into like relationship. Because it's, it's not something for me anymore. I'm not being selfish. I need to think about this other person. So I think in in society I personally think that one of the one of the things that we should focus on is one making sex ed federal. We talked about our different experiences with sex ed. We should all have the same exact sex ed. Well, class. wait, 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 who's in charge when this federal sex it's- ed program comes into life? <laughs> well, definitely not. Cuz not not with our current no, yeah, no, not, no, please no. Not with our current government, but uh, what I meant 45. to but what I meant to say was that not with our current government, but what I meant to say was that there should have been a little bit more of a unified thought when it comes to um, what we learn in school about sex, both biology-wise and also like emotional sex. And also, and then later also, self-exploration should be. And that note, you guys, because we, we're, we're moving on to, to relationships now. And I, first of all, I want to thank everybody for being here. Uh, so I guess on to our, our second round, I want everybody to continue listening. We are now heading over to our, thank you everybody for coming and being here and being on this first round of margaritas, chicas and margarita. Yay. 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 A little bit more excited, please. Yeah. You don't sound like baby one. Definitely. This is only the first round of margaritas. (laughs) By the the fourth one. But this is like our first round in terms of the podcast. So definitely (laughs) join us next week for our second.